0: Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of United States Opinion syllabus in Allen vs. Cooper, certiority to the United States Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit. Argued November 5th, 2019. Decided March 23rd, 2020. In 1996, a marine salvage company named Intersol Incorporated discovered the shipwreck of the Queen Anne's Revenge off North Car- the North Carolina coast. North Carolina, the shipwreck's legal owner, contracted with InterSol to conduct recovery operations. InterSol, in turn, hired a videographer, Frederick Allen, to document the efforts. Allen recorded videos and took photos of the recovery for more than a decade. He registered copyrights in all of his works. When North Carolina published some of Allen's videos and photos online, Allen sued for copyright infringement. North Carolina moved to dismiss the lawsuit on the ground of state sovereign immunity. Allen countered that the Copyright Remedies Clarification Act of 1990, CRCA, removed the state's sovereign immunity in copyright infringement cases. The district court agreed with Allen, finding in the CRCA's text a clear congressional intent to abrogate state sovereign immunity and a proper constitutional basis for that abrogation. The court acknowledged that Florida Prepaid Post-Secondary Education Expense Board versus College Savings Bank precluded Congress from using its Article I powers, including its authority over copyrights, to deprive states of sovereign immunity. But the court held that Congress could accomplish its objective under Section 5 of the 14th Amendment. The Fourth Circuit reversed, reading Florida Prepaid to prevent recourse to both Article 1 and Section 5 the Supreme Court held, Uh, the decision below was uh, affirmed, and Justice Kagan delivered the opinion of the court. Congress lacked authority to abrogate the state's immunity from copyright infringement suits in the CRCA. In general, a federal court may not hear a suit brought by any person against a non-consenting state, but such suits are permitted if Congress has enacted unequivocal statutory language abrogating the state's immunity from suit. That's uh, Seminole Tribe of Florida versus Florida. And some constitutional provision allows Congress to have thus encroached on the state's sovereignty. Congress used clear language to abrogate the state's immunity from copyright infringement suits in the CRCA. Allen contends that Congress's constitutional power to do so arises either from the Intellectual Property Clause Article 1, Section 8, Clause 8, or from Section 5 of the Fourteenth Amendment, which authorizes Congress to enforce the commands of the Due Process Clause. Each contention is foreclosed by precedent. The Intellectual Property Clause enables Congress to grant both copyrights and patents. In Allen's view, Congress's authority to abrogate sovereign immunity from copyright suits naturally follows in order to secure a copyright holder's exclusive right as against a state's intrusion. But that theory was rejected in Florida Prepaid. That case considered the constitutionality of the Patent Remedy Act, which, like the CRCA, attempted to put states on the same footing as private parties in patent infringement lawsuits. Florida Prepaid acknowledged that the Congress that Congress's goal of providing uniform remedies in infringement cases was a proper Article I concern, but held that Seminole Tribe precluded Congress from using its Article I powers to circumvent the limits sovereign immunity places upon federal jurisdiction. For the same reason, Article I cannot support the CRCA. Allen Reed's Central Virginia Community College v. Katz to have replaced Seminole Tribes' general rule with a clause-by-clause clause approach to evaluating whether a particular constitutional provision allows the abrogation of sovereign immunity. But Katz rested on the unique history of the bankruptcy clause. And even if the limits of Cats holding were not so clear, Florida prepaid together with Starry decisis would doom Allen's argument. Overruling Florida prepaid would require a special justification, over and above the belief that the precedent was wrongly decided. See uh, Halliburton Company versus Erica P. John Fund Incorporated. When, uh, which Allen does not offer. Section five of the Fourteenth Amendment allows Congress to abrogate the state's immunity as part of its power to enforce the amendment's substantive provisions, prohibitions. Sorry. City of uh, Bowern versus Flores. For Congress's action to fall within its Section 5 authority, there must be a congruence and a proportionality between the injury to be prevented or remedied and the means adapted to that end. This test requires courts to consider the, the nature and extent of state conduct violating the 14th Amendment and to examine the scope of Congress's response to that injury. Florida prepaid, again, serves as the critical precedent. There, the court defined the scope of unconstitutional patent infringement as intentional conduct for which there is no adequate state remedy. Because Congress failed to identify a pattern of unconstitutional patent infringement when enacted the Patent Remedy Act, the court held that the act swept too far. Given the identical scope of the CRCA and Patent Remedy Act, this case would be decided differently only if the CRCA responded to material strong, materially stronger evidence of unconstitutional infringement. But, as in Florida Prepaid, the legislative record contains thin evidence of infringement. Because this record cannot support Congress's choice to strip the states of their sovereign immunity in all copyright infringement cases, the CRCA falls or fails the con- congruence and proportionality test the decision below is affirmed justice kagan delivered the opinion of the court in which justice roberts or chief justice roberts and justices alito sotomayor gorsuch and kavanaugh joined and in which justice thomas joined except for the final paragraph in part 2a and the final paragraph in part 2b justice thomas filed an opinion concurring in part and concurring in the judgment Justice Breyer filed an opinion concurring in the judgment, in which Justice Ginsburg joined. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of the podcast, we can be reached at rhodesscholar80 at gmail.com. That's R O A D S and eight zero, or on Twitter at court syllabus.